saludos y bienvenidos a La Vista desde la Cima, <ríe> un podcast de Haikyuu. Um, okay, this is me, Gabby, and this is your host for today, since Kendra can't make it here. I have with me Lisa. Hi. Um, Ash. Hello. And Marion. Hola, saludos, ¿qué tal? Buenas noches, buenos días, ¿dónde eres? <laughs> Estamos muy bien, muy bien. So Encantado. this is my practice for when I make the the Spanish episode. I hope soon enough. So hello guys again. And here we are two months after the end of Haiku. And we've been murdering, I I guess. I've been mm. at least. I've been in hibernation this whole time. Oh It just God. hasn't been the same. Yeah. yeah. No Sunday has been the same. Uh, so I'm true. actually kind of so slow reading Jump Manga right now. I don't feel like reading anymore. <laughs> yeah, I've had a couple of weeks where I just like, I forget. And then <laughs> I have to like read like two chapters a week. Exactly, me too. I'm so lost on some chapters, but well, here we are. At least we, we have the anime back. Yay. Mm -hmm. Ah, okay, so I'm gonna start with some news. We have a lot, a lot of releases coming. Haikyuu is having a new light novel coming. Oh, I'm so happy about that. Uh, so the Haikyuu, the last, the final volume, volume 45, is coming on. Uh, where was it? Oh, November 4th, along the Haikyuu oh. final guidebook. And uh, Haikyuu Shosetsuban, that's the light novel, volume 13. So yeah, we're gonna get the new guidebook. Was there uh, any statement on if there's gonna be more light novels after? Uh, it doesn't say it's the final light novel, so I'm hoping it's not the last. <laughs> yeah, um, that's a yeah, good cause, sign. Uh -huh, yeah, because otherwise I think they would have said it was the last one. And well, there's some also some an announcement for the guidebook because Furudate Sensei is gonna give a lot of commentary for the characters there, and it's gonna get a very beautiful Karasuno illustration as a cover. I can't wait. I want to see all all of the new info for the characters. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So that's I think that's the most important things coming right now. Ah, the anime is back, and we had we had episode 14 this week. So a little recap of the first core of the anime, because we know that that season four was split into two cores, and one started in in January, and the other was supposed to be out <laughs> in, in July. But well, you know, this beautiful year. So we had we have it now. And the first core basically cover everything after the Shiratorizawa match and the two OVAs that had the Tokyo preliminaries. So it's basically all of Ball Boy arc and the practice match with Tateko and the first match of um, Nationals, where they played Tsugakihara and Karasuna wins. So the first core ends with Karasuno going to face the second seed of the Inter High uh, in Arisaki um, school. 
Okay, so here we are. What, what did you think of about the episode, guys? I perfect. really, it, yeah, <laughs> I really liked it. <laughs> Personally, like, um, I was talking on Twitter a little bit about it, but like, the first half of the season, like the first quarter, uh, uh -huh. it was okay, but it wasn't really like. I wasn't like as excited for it as it was airing as I was for all the other seasons, which is like we've been through this because like the first three seasons are like fucking like lightning, like it's just so like <laughs> absurdly are, well animated. Like yeah, they're a fever dream. They they shouldn't be possible. <laughs> seriously, <laughs> but but then like um this uh the first episode of the next quarter like uh, it was. It was good because there was a lot of action and it felt more, I don't know how to describe, but like energetic. Uh -huh. And uh, yeah, like just like seeing like the banter on the court and then like uh, the actual Inarizaki team was like talking and stuff. Like I know a lot of people were excited to see Sunakawa <laughs> with uh, his, his face. It's just, he always has like a stank face on. It's so funny. Sunakawa? <laughs> I think Zunikawa. Is that him? The the guy with like the like the sharp eyes? Oh Suna. Suna. Okay, okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> we were all waiting for that. I was very and excited to see Aaron too. Yes. Yeah, oh my gosh. Yeah. His serves oh were so hype. His little routine for serving too. Yes, I'm so happy they kept it. Because you could see it in the manga, but it's not really that noticeable there. But here it's like, oh, such a nice detail. Yeah, it yeah. really is. And, and Hoshiyumi's, like, reactions to everything Hinata <laughs> does is, is so good. <laughs> his little, he has, like, his little squinty eyes that he does, <laughs> where he looks like a disgruntled cat. Like, yes. You know, he's a seagull. He, he is a seagull. He is a literal seagull, but he gets the little squinty eyes where he's like, "Huh?" and it's so funny. Yeah. I'm like, how dare this this guy get so much attention? Exactly. <laughs> Especially when it's such a normal surf. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's comedy gold, honestly. <laughs> oh, we also haven't touched the the opening. What did you oh, think? Oh my gosh. I honestly, I liked it. I wasn't as impressed, and it wasn't as action-heavy as I hoped it would be. Mm -hmm. But I love the song. I really love the song. And overall, um, it had kind of the images that I was looking for with the shrines. And somebody mentioned that the one part in the opening where everyone is, you know, on Inarizaki and Karasuno are like doing their poses. It's mimicking a, a chapter a color spread. Yeah, a yeah, color, a color spread. spread. Mm -hmm. Right. But I would, I would have liked to see a little more action because we really just get the uh, quick set with Kageyama and Hinata, which is like amazingly animated and yes. i just would have liked i really would have liked to see more of that in the opening personally especially with such a hype song yeah, yeah i agree i really like the song because um i'm a fan of the band super beaver i think they did a song for barakamon which is a another great Ooh. show yeah and uh the ending is like uh it's funny because like i have like this joke with uh my friend sakaki but like to us like 
Spy Air makes like like almost all of their songs sound the same to me. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I mean, they're still catchy, so it's not like I I really mind. But but yeah, it's just I was like, oh yeah, that sounds like Spy Air. <laughs> I need to watch Spy Air. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like the I think the the animation for the ending was really good. Uh, I especially just like the the way it transitions uh, and like. Mm-hmm. The way uh, it goes between characters and stuff, it just looks really, really slick. Yeah, they were a nice touch because it seems like we won't get the commentary from the Miyagi teams in the anime. And mm-hmm. I was kind of expecting that because it's not like they are going to hire all of the voice actors for the for so many characters for literally some seconds of dialogue. That as much as I love it, it's not like they add up that much so it's understandable that they are kind of skipping all of them i I feel like they may add some of the most important ones but for the or maybe some steals or some little animations with them but like with no dialogue yeah Mm. but it was nice to see them in the ending like all the people that were left in Miyagi and now are cheering for karasuno yeah i agree I really like um, I really like the ending song as well. It's really cool. I don't know because I know we got the one question asking us which we preferred, the opening or the ending. Oh, and yeah, that's... I'm typically more of an opening kind of person. Like I like the. I really, I don't know. I really enjoy like the high paced. Like those are really really fun for me. So I, I'm going to have to go with the opening here, but I did really like the ending and I agree with your points that it's nice to see all the Miyagi teams that didn't make it. So, mm-hmm. and I don't know. So that's kind of my opinion on it. Yeah. Oh, by the way, the question is from Sylvie Mist. And well, she's asking which we prefer. Thank you for the question. For me, um, song, I prefer the ending, but I do like the opening more, mostly because it's got more animation. <laughs> when when people posted the opening on Twitter, I wasn't really, I, I wasn't liking it that much, to be honest, the first time I watched it, because I felt like there wasn't a theme for it. It felt like just a typical um, opening for a sports anime. <laughs> like, Haikyuu usually has these themes for for openings, like with Hikari Are or Fly High. So I was kind of waiting for something like that. But then when I watched it again, when the episode was out, uh, it really grew on me. And like, I, I really like all of the action for the opening. So. It's not like Hikari Yare level, but it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I th- I think um I prefer the song for the opening, and I don't know, uh, I I might prefer the ending animation just because it was more like subdued, I guess. Like I'm uh-huh. as I get older, I'm more of a fan of uh like <laughs> less flashy stuff and more like uh stuff that makes sense like thematically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I I, I guess I would have liked the uh, the ending if it had a bit more animation for me like some yeah. maybe the scenes 
because they had the scenes animated, so they could have used them. But That's true. Yeah, both are nice, and I really like the coloring for both. The lights for for the gymnasium are is, are just really really cool. I, I like how, how they are using them. Uh, what was your favorite Ash? So this is where we get to like my shameful confession. <laughs> Yeah, as a bad anime fan, in that I don't think I've ever fully watched any opening or ending oh in any anime ever. Ah. I'm one of those people that will just skip it because I'm like, all right, I want to cut to the chase and watch what I came for. So I have never once ever watched what? an opening or an ending. I oh don't God. understand. Ash, but Haikyuu has some of the best openings and endings in the <laughs> All of anime. Uh, yeah, it's that's so shameful, true. Shameful, shameful secret. I'll have to. Hikari Ra is like someday. legendary. Yeah. Well, Fly High is my favorite, but <sighs> my favorite Bones is Hikari just... Ra. I just uh, uh, so good. Yeah. This is From why I just kind of like hide in the just... back, and I'm just like, all right. Every time someone asks, like, "What's your favorite opening and ending?" I just slink away before anyone can ask me so i don't have to admit this <laughs> it's okay we we're all yeah, friends we here love you <laughs> you're like that homer simpson just where he's like we're gonna make you watch them <laughs> next episode will just be ash is forced to give his opinion <laughs> on every opening and ending yeah. But for real, you're missing out on some really, really, really good animation and songs. Okay, all right. You know what? Just for that, for the next episode, I will go through each of the openings and endings and watch yes. it, and I'll rank them. And then yes. I'll put my rankings on the episode. Okay. Next episode That's is perfect. show. <laughs> okay, so uh, any other highlights for the episode? Um, I think... The the decision to end it with the the twins doing the quick was awesome. Yeah. Oh yes, that yeah, was like that a was perfect nice. like cliffhanger. I really really enjoyed the animation and the music. The Holy music. shit! The yes. music, especially my favorite usage of the instrumental aspect of that episode was in Atsumu and Osamu's um, yes. perfection. You know, this is perfection, like, quick set. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The, like, it was just horror -esque. Of that theme song <laughs> that yes. we're going to get soon, I guess. <laughs> yes. But it was just, like, almost, like, horror-esque of, like, yes. the, the so music scary. that was playing and very, yeah, very intimidating. And I was just like, what is this? This is so cool. So, <laughs> I really, and then, of course, Aran, like, my fave, like, I, well, my fave fave is Kida because it's Kida, but he's not there yet. So now it's Aran. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and every time Aran served, I was just like, yes! I was so, I was so hyped. My roommate was just like, stop getting so excited. It's just a serve. And I'm like, it's not just a serve. It's everything. So... <laughs> but, um, and of course, Psycho coming with the Taiko drums. Oh, yeah. Yes. It was so good. That was a really big highlight of the episode for me. I was just really, really excited to see her animated and to hear the taiko drums was great i just really like the heavy like themes for 
cheering kind of and how that plays such a how that plays such a big aspect in games and things like that and you know sporting events because my school was notorious for our cheer squad at our football for our football team so seeing Inarizaki's cheer squad is giving me flashbacks to my own high school experience just because (laughs) our cheer squad was insane like it was huge and then you know with our drums the drums always did a fun set where they would go and hype up and like all the drums would go to the front of the bleachers and hype up the entire cheer squad and then I was in marching band and so then I was in the band like playing like after every single point was scored so it just is like really reminding me of that and sort of the pride that comes with being in the cheering squad and being Mm -hmm. like proud of your team Yeah. yeah and ready to represent them so it's just, it, it makes me very nostalgic and very, you know, giving that kind of like low, low key sense of like pride and like, yes, this is our school and we are here for them. Yeah, totally. Like here, uh, we don't have those kinds of cheer squads in school or high school, but um, at least in my hometown, there was something similar, but in the whole school, whenever we, they were representing us in an event or in any contest and we used to go like a lot of people and just having having practiced like all of the cheers and songs and yeah I, I also got flashbacks to <laughs> when we were like aggressively supporting and even booing the, <laughs> the, the opponents <laughs> yeah I was laughing with Lucas on Twitter like he was like oh yeah that's the the, the true Brazilian cheer squad is experience like no shame in booing your opponent <laughs> and I was like yeah that's how it is here too <laughs> yeah so South America you're like, you're like uh, if, if they're mad they should be their their own team should be uh, booing louder like <laughs> exactly <laughs> like it's it's not our fault they don't have a cheer squad doing that <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing that for that they gives time to the cheer squads to shine I, I think it says a lot and I feel like that's something that Japan also liked a lot because the cheer squad sounds all come from a real cheer squad from Japan. They recorded them. So it's just like this collaboration that I don't think they would uh, have ever saw coming before this. And it's just so cool to me that Prudate, um is so grateful to the impact of cheer squads because they are very important. And it's great that Karasuno now has also a cheer squad. Yeah, I totally agree. I I just love the, you know, the symbolism almost of it too. When Karasuno gets their cheer squad, Psycho coming in with the Taiko drums, it's sort of like symbolic for we're in the game now too. You guys are super present with your cheering squad, but we also have a cheering squad and we are also here to play. Yes. And the sound editing was so, so great because... In the manga, it was e- kind of easy for Furudate to convey that because if you see the spread where they are playing the drums with Hinata about to serve, you can see how the sound effects for the taiko drums kind of keep away the sound from the drums from Inarizaki. But in the anime, they, they use the sound and you can literally like close your eyes and, and hear how the taikos start to 
play hard, uh, uh, stronger than than the drums, and it's so so cool. Like I, the sound design is really impeccable. Yeah, it's amazing. Ash and Marion, how did you guys feel about the episode? Uh, uh, I think like until Gabby mentioned it, I didn't realize it was two months since Haiku had finally <laughs> ended. Like I was like, oh, it felt like literally last week that you know the last chapter came out. I think the biggest thing that hit me watching this episode was just how much I miss, like, Hinata's positivity and just, like, how much of a sunshine boy he is. Just from, like, the goofy gag of him, like, getting so excited by doing the jump where he forgets to hit the ball. And everyone's <laughs> just staring at him being like, oh, my God, did he really just do that? Like, uh, that and then him getting excited when the cheer squad's all against him. He's like, "Oh, it's like, does this mean I'm taking them all on at once?" It's like, "Oh, this is so exciting!" It's like, "Ah, oh, he's just such a a ray of sunshine." I really, really, really miss that so much. Great that it's back, but yeah, yeah it's so easy to miss Haiku. And it's not like we haven't got any new info or stuff, but it's just another feeling when you can watch it or read it every week <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah i agree with ash and i think the scene where hanada is like facing the crowd or like he's like uh it's facing like 500 people or something and like that kind of attitude is like so hard to come by and i think like that's what makes haiku so engaging inarizaki is uh like the challengers basically but Hinata is like the challenger personified because his attitude uh when it comes to the people who are better than him is like he never cowers in fear perform against these kind of people is like what gets his blood boiling and that's what gets me really excited about watching the show it's very interesting because well I, I can say I've read like all of the sports manga in the world but Haikyuu is like one of the few that gets me that feeling of enjoying a challenge and just like usually you get to see them either either mad or fearful of whatever is, is about to come but in haiku it's like no this is this is fun i i, I want to improve I, and seeing these people who are so much better than me makes me excited and it's just i don't know how for that it does it but <laughs> it always feels refreshing <laughs> and that's so weird to me because i know <laughs> anyone would think that that would get really old very fast but it never does it's cool because like it's not just hinata sometimes because um atsumu had a reaction exactly. that was similar yeah. once he saw um the quick. i think yeah the quick or, and he was just like that's so cool like <laughs> yeah like that's how we all feel when we watch uh, a really cool play exactly and it i think at least for atsumu's case it gives him a very a very different feel to the character because try to think of Atsumu just at that point. Like we, if you don't know everything that's going to happen after um, this episode, we only knew him as this very cool guy, kind of an asshole who is excitable, but like for his team or his abilities. Right. And then suddenly his first reaction to the quick is like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. And I don't know, I think that's the first time I started liking Atsumu in the manga. Because I was like, oh, okay, so this guy is not like Oikawa. Because 
when when I saw that, I was like, okay, so no, he's not like like Oikawa. Oikawa was also amazed, but you know, Oikawa always has this jealousy in his character. Yeah. But Atsumu is like pure joy. He loves the challenge too. So it's a very nice parallel to both Hinata and Kageyama uh, when you think someone, about it. Yeah, he comes off as someone who likes volleyball as much as Hinata and Kageyama, which exactly. is like, yeah. that's, that's what you really kind of need in a rival character, where mm-hmm. it's like, you need to have some level of similarity, uh, even if like it's not, like their personalities can clash, but they have to have something that actually like relates them together. Yeah. And it's a new dynamic, at least at that point. Because mm-hmm. I, I think Oshijima is also a volleyball idiot <laughs> who like, <laughs> loves volleyball so much, but he was a very stoic character, so it's not like you saw him enjoying himself like Atsumu. <laughs> or at least not in such a cheerful way, because, <laughs> yeah. you know, we, he was happy. But yeah, it's a, it's, it's, very, it's a very nice moment for Atsumu. One that at least made me like him a lot. Makes him more humanized. Exactly. Yeah. And well, we also have the plus of having Mamoru Miyanu <laughs> making his voice, who is named yeah. the Kansai Ben. His voice is so well done. It's hilarious just imagining like, uh, like Yagami with like a southern accent. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually noticed the differences in the accents. So, which. It's very, it's very, very strong. Yeah. It's typically harder for me to recognize um, accents in other languages, mm-hmm. but I could tell that I could tell that the Inarizaki members had a slightly different accent, or well, yeah. as Gabby said, a strongly different accent. <laughs> it's just what I can hear. The only one that who doesn't have an accent there is Suna, because it seems like Suna is not from Kyogo. That makes but sense. The rest. All, all have it, yeah. I was gonna say, just like the reason you can pick it out is just because, uh, like we're so used to like normal like anime people talking with like a certain <laughs> cadence, and uh, for Kansai Ven, like they they always they they have like a different set of vocabulary that they use a lot, um, and the way that they end sentences and like like conjugate verbs and stuff, uh, it's just uh, it's you can you can like hear how it sounds a little different the way that they end words. Mm-hmm. This so is it, not cool. how it used to be. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I think it was Akane in in, in Twitter saying how she was surprised how uh, Mamoru Miyano has wasn't like any character before in Haikyuu because like he's in everything. But mm-hmm. uh, she totally sees like Murata telling the, the team that usually casts the voice actors to not touch Momoro Miyano because he was going to write <laughs> like, the perfect beach character for him. Oh <laughs> my god. <laughs> I saw that tweet and I laughed so hard. I was like, <laughs> yes. I was like, I can just imagine it for Adade being like, hold up. I got a bitch character coming your way. Just <laughs> let's wait a little bit. Miyano <laughs> <Like>, character. <laughs> It's just so perfect. I like the contrast with that with Osamu. Definitely. Yeah. Like it, it's cool because um, you it, having like a voice present, like it really shows like the difference in like their energy level and like uh-huh. 
just their their attitude when talking is it's good it's really good their delivery I, yeah it super is because you can just hear in osamu like just being like no fucks given and <laughs> and atsumu being like i give every fuck and yes. you can tell <laughs> you know what i mean like in their voices it's just so obvious it's <laughs> super funny so I'm, i'm very excited for when osamu is actually excited and we the way like maybe he starts sounding more like atsumu and it'll be so funny <laughs> oh my gosh yes because <laughs> i always felt like osamu is this character who actually is a lot like atsumu but he kind of doesn't want to he's always yes. restraining himself <laughs> but yes, they are both the same I get that same vibe. It's like he's he's uh, consciously restraining himself because like there's no exactly. way I'm gonna be like this idiot brother. This idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. I love them so much. And well, uh, what else? Um, one little detail that uh, it's from the manga too, but. I don't know, I really like how Furudate writes women, even if they are not that present in the manga. Like, the detail of having them telling um, Saeko how she's late, and she's like, oh yeah, sorry, I was drinking until five. I just, but I, I woke up. It's just that I got lost. It's like, oh my gosh, like, I love this. Yeah, <laughs> she's still left on time. She just got lost. Exactly. It's like... I, I don't see girls like that in other shonen manga. Because they're so, like, reckless and they don't give a fuck. And they're gonna drink if they want to. It's just so refreshing to me. That's why Saeko is my wife. <laughs> yeah, it was really funny. I was just like, ah, this is such a great lie. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm a bit sad, though, because there, there are two panels that they skipped. Like one, the first one was when she's playing the taiko for the first time, and both Shimada and Takinawe go, Oh my god, Nezan! Go, like, <laughs> oh, she's so cool. And even in, in the manga, you can even see how they are, the Furate puts their age there, and they are older than, than Saeko, but they still call, him, call her Nezan. It's so funny. I, I was hoping that they would include it, but they didn't. And then. Oh. Uh, when when Hinata uh, serves or is about to serve or after he serves, I don't remember. They made a chant for him like, "Ose Ose Ose Hinata Ike Ike Hinata," and I was waiting for that too, but they skipped it too. <laughs> <laughs> but well, it was the, the the rest was just so cool. I re I really like all the the soundtrack, especially like the taiko drums were amazing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it was really cool to see the animation in the new style. So I really, you know, a, a good match in mm -hmm. the new style. And it's just, it's really refreshing. And I just overall am enjoying it. It's definitely different. And I feel like it still might take some people a little getting used to, just because we had the same style for three seasons. <laughs> yeah. But, um, I really hope that people who didn't like the newer style at first come to really like it with this match. I hope yeah. so too. I feel like um 
the pacing in the first half of uh, the season was really deliberate so that they can get to this point. And, like, I don't have, like, on hand, like, just how much is being adapted right now, uh, like, per episode. But uh, it feels like we went through a lot of just, like, moments that, like, happened uh, in this episode alone. So mm-hmm. I'm not saying, like, I'm hoping for for them to, like, speed it up or whatever. Because, like, I know there's going to be a lot of action uh, just in general. Uh, but I feel like now now that we actually have, like, a really big match... Uh, they're gonna be able. To, the animation team is gonna be able to finally, like, Let show their chops. Yeah. Yeah, the money shots are coming. I'm very yeah. excited for all the Mokuoda uh, shots that uh, he's the the person who made that amazing spike from the opening. Oh, nice! And I'm so so excited. Yeah, because I think my fave episode from the first core is episode 12, and he right. makes the the Hoshiumi jump. And well, oh, actually, yeah. all of Koshiumi's action, and that's just so cool. I can't wait to see more of that. I I I will say that it's different and maybe maybe a bit worse <laughs> than the first three seasons. And it, I think it's okay. Like it's a new director, and if we are honest, like the first three seasons shouldn't exist because <laughs> <laughs> they they. They are, uh, I think there's even a, a blog post, Sakuga blog. Uh, yeah, I that, that, yeah, that talks about how that that production was just impossible, but they did it. And it changed a, a lot. The, the, the crew changed a lot for this season. So it's only natural that it would be different. Uh, we don't know what's going on behind the scenes, but it's still a lot of work from a lot of animators, and I think they deserve appreciation. And I'm I'm sure they love Haikyuu as much as we do. So, uh, if anything, even if maybe you don't like it as the first three seasons, you still have the manga, and, and it's still a very, very good ad- adaptation. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Because uh, <laughs> I was saying, like, at least, yeah, like, we have the manga, we have the source, and then, like, at the same time, it's just that hard, it's that much harder when your source is that good to, like, live up to it. Yeah, so, of course. <laughs> just take what, just accept what we can get. <laughs> <laughs> it's still it's better still than most anime, anyway. Yeah, exactly. It's just that the first three seasons are just an impossible standard to, <laughs> to meet. Also, mm-hmm. if well, if anyone listening can um, support the series by either buying the DVDs or Blu-rays, that would be that would be amazing because that's the main source of income from all the studios. So if you get to see them, please purchase them because they are very expensive. I wish I could. <laughs> I'm probably going to end up purchasing all of the seasons eventually, but for yeah. now, I just have Crunchyroll. So. All my eight dollars is to hike you. <laughs> Give it all to hike you. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm gonna buy them too eventually, but I'm not gonna buy them online because I don't wanna pay for shipping. They are all. Oh god, yeah. Expensive. Yeah, so I, I'm probably gonna buy them when I'm in Japan or something. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, any last uh, thoughts about the episode? Oh. Um... 
<laughs> I uh, it's very minor. Um, I love the when uh, Tsukishima was like reveling in the the booze of the crowd, oh <laughs> and he God. made that face like <laughs> nothing son. you say can face me. Perfect, <laughs> salty son, yeah, salty he, French fry son. <laughs> he lives through pettiness, like out of a spite. Your salt only makes him stronger. Exactly. I want to be like him when I grow up. Yeah. Living out of sheer spite. <laughs> okay, so that's the anime for you. We'll be back next, well, maybe in two weeks, I think, uh, with the next two episodes. So here we have. Uh, some extra material that we wanted to cover in the last episode, but we were already three hours recording, so there was no way we could. Um, yeah, so I feel like most most people know about it, but I'm just gonna say what it is in case you haven't seen it, and I'm definitely gonna leave a link for anyone who hasn't read this. Uh, you see, in the... Um, it was in chapter 401, yeah, the, the second to last. Um, Jump had a, an extra poster with the magazine uh, in commemoration, in commemoration basically for, for the end of Haikyuu. And it was this poster with Ushijima Boguto, Kageyama Hinata, and it had an interview written for, by Furudate. And luckily for us, uh, the user Palabora uh, on Twitter, translated all of the article, and we could read it, and it's just so much fun. It's basically like a mock-up interview for those four characters, because um, they are in the past to, to the uh, 2021 <laughs> Olympics, Oof. and yeah, it's, it's so much fun. Uh, any highlights for you guys? Okay, so my first thing that I love about it, it's basically the first part, where uh, Hinata says that, oh, can I, can I say something really quick first? And he says in a very funny imitation of Kansai Ben, why didn't I get cold? And Bokuto is like, ha ha ha. Why? Because he's, he's, saying, he's saying that Atsumu asked him to... <laughs> <laughs> to say that in the interview because he wasn't called. <laughs> oh, the drama queen. That's just so odd too. I, really, I, I, I wish it could be conveyed in English, but it's very, very hard since it's, an, it's just very subtle. I love the banter and just how they, they, they get off topic so fast. And, <laughs> yeah, um, for interviewer. <laughs> the best part was when... Uh, when when uh, the interviewer goes like, oh yeah, uh, Kageyama hasn't said a word, <laughs> and he's like, they're like, oh, can you give us uh, and talk to us about uh, how you were like in high school with uh, Hinata? And he's just like, no, it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Hinata sucked. That's pretty much it. He's like, I want to jump. I want to jump, skittering around and hopping like a bug. And Hinata's like, do not badmouth bugs. <laughs> Why are they like this? You're oh my goodness! <laughs> I really love when they talk about um, 
uh, when Hinata talks about how on the way home after a tutoring session with Yachi, they bumped into Ushijima and <laughs> followed him to his campus. <laughs> and Hinata's just like, it was like a hotel. It was amazing. They even had horses. And Bokuro immediately is just like, horses? Did you ride them? <laughs> it's like... And and Ushijima like entirely deadpan is just like exactly. outsiders are not allowed to ride them. <laughs> so this entire I forgot about how hilarious and great this entire article is. Like it's so good. <laughs> yeah, seeing that part no works like the Sorry. Go ahead, Gabby. No, just saying that they are so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> go watch, go watch. <laughs> I was just saying, was this part where it's like the conversation about horses went on for 10 minutes? And I'm just like, oh my god. Yes. <laughs> I love when they give a shout out to Suki. Yes. That's like my favorite. I was yelling like a crazy uh, <laughs> in, in Twitter when, when we saw that. I, I keep saying that they are going to get into Division 1, because Itsuki and he plays out of spites. And since he had to stay, he probably had to stay. My, my theory is that he stayed in Miyagi because he wanted to go to Tohoku, because that's a very, very good university there. But uh, I, I guess that Sendai doesn't have any Division 1 teams, so he sailed for uh, Division 2 1 and like Probably someone probably told him, "Oh yeah, you're you weren't the same high school as uh, Hinata and Kageyama, and oh, but you're in Division Two. <laughs> and like, yeah, I'm gonna make this fucking team a Division One team just because <laughs> I can let it get this, this way. And that's just so good for you, because I I was like when when I was reading and and they mentioned Tsukishima I was like oh that's so nice I don't think the interviewer is gonna know him though <laughs> but she immediately knows who he is so I'm guessing that he's a pretty good blogger among all of the the leaks so if he knows him and she comments on how they are going up in ranks well I think it there's a good shot that they are gonna make him make it in division one even if Kageyama and Hinata are not going to be in Japan anymore, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, um, there's a lot of, um, uh, like, throwbacks. And remember when we saw in the manga how uh, Suga showed Kageyama how to write an autograph? Oh and then, my like, god. This is referenced here. Oh my god. I was dying. I just, I don't know anything about what's actually written in it. I just practice tracing it. That's so precious. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, I can just imagine Suga being like, here's, here's this autograph that I like made for you. And Kageyama just like dutifully like tracing it, like practicing it, being like, ah, my senpai said that I should do this. And so he just does it. <laughs> And everyone is so cute and Hida has no idea. Heart? That's a heart? Sugawara knew what he was doing. That's like Gap Moe. (laughs) (laughs) I love how Bokuto is like one of the logical ones here for once. (laughs) And he's like, what on earth did you think it was? (laughs) 
<laughs> I also love that Bokudo is using the autograph that he had made up in elementary school. Yay! <laughs> so cute. <laughs> well, that's Bokuto for you. I'm sure he knew that he would be a pro player. Yes. Already. Uh, so good. Actually, I, I think Bokuto starts the interview being like very uptight and serious, but then very he stiff. gets. Yeah. That's, that's, that's yeah. funny. It, it, it is really funny because uh, the way that he said, like, uh, I am deeply indebted to Suki. It's like, Yay! I can imagine him, the way he said it, I can just imagine he's like sitting down, back straight, his hands is, are like yeah! on his lap, <laughs> and he's just like, I'm, I'm very deeply indebted, uh, indebted to Suki. And he's like, like bowing his head a little bit, just like, yes. Yes, very serious. How serious I am. <laughs> <laughs> that say just saying Tsuki's name there he's just so adorable yeah like he's so serious and then he uses a nickname <laughs> yeah <laughs> imagine Tsuki reading the interview and going oh my god why Tsuki why he would make a, dis a disgusted face like oh. <laughs> yeah like now everyone is gonna call me Tsuki. Well, they they probably already did because I I feel like maybe he was saving himself until Koganegawa made the team and he the first thing he says to him it's Tsuki, <laughs> it's been a while and then everyone starts calling him Tsuki too. Doesn't Mad Dog call him Tsuki? I don't think so, cause okay. it's cause we don't know, but I I don't think he. <laughs> I think he would have to hear it from somewhere, and well, unless they have like hung out, hung out with Yamaguchi, I don't think he would know that his nickname is Tsuki. Okay, I was just thinking that would be funny. Yeah, yeah, it would. <laughs> I mean, it works. <laughs> Kyotani saying Tsuki. Oh my god, why did Tsuburatai like? When he when he made up the Sendai Frogs, it, it's a team for the blondies. Everyone's gonna be blonde <laughs> in that team. Cause uh, cause yellow makes green and frogs are green. Oh my gosh! You cracked the code. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense actually. <laughs> oh my gosh! I like how Kageyama calls Tsuki a cynical for eyes. The the, the only <laughs> thing he says. <laughs> <laughs> Oh so God. good. So good. All right. Any other notes on the on the interview? Um, I think this made me like Mushijima more because, like, I already started liking him more toward the end uh, when he got like his whole flashback and stuff in the manga. Mm -hmm. But then, like, we never really got to see him in a situation like this where it's just he's just like thrust into like a conversation with idiots and like <laughs> he just plays the straight man so well because um yeah after after the whole um the comment about don't make fun of bugs or whatever <laughs> he said something about like uh it said that bugs jump reflexively therefore they're not actually aware that they're jumping with their lives on the line and it's just like this is the same thing when he's talking about the horses trotting as well 
or Bokudo, I imagine Bokudo is just going like, oh, does the horse go clip-clop, clip-clop? And Ushijima's like, oh no, that's a, that's a canter. It's like, I'm actually doing this other one. And he goes to like these super technical specifics that no one else would get except for him. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. I like Bokudo best in the interview, though. Just because my boy Bokudo. Like, just in general. Just everything he says and does is perfect. <laughs> that's what I have to say on that. Yeah. Uh, I like how Kageyama doesn't talk <laughs> and like they, they're saying oh Kageyama Senshu has not said a single word <laughs> since this interview started and he's ah yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> Kageyama please and um, the picture with the interview is just so perfect with Kageyama and Ushijima <laughs> just not knowing how to smile <laughs> <laughs> uh, I relate to those two so hard, especially uh, with, oh, you haven't said anything. I'm just like, yeah, that's me right there. <laughs> well, I, I don't know how to smile in pictures, so I relate to that part. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I would definitely be the Hinata in Okudo in this situation because <laughs> I'm very, very chatty and don't know when to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good, actually. <laughs> so, you'd be an asset. Yes. <laughs> it's so precious. I, I really wish we could get more of these. Oh, yeah. <sighs> I would give an arm and a leg for... <laughs> and I am saying this also because it is FMA Day. Happy October 3rd. Oh, I would I give an art. Yeah. <laughs> it is October third. I would Never give. Forget. Never forget. I would give an arm and a leg for more interviews or just little snippets like this. Oh yeah. Just mm. they bring me, they bring me so much joy. There's just a way how for that the rights that this is an interview. It doesn't even have drawings, but. It's just so funny because the characters have so much personality, even if they're not talking. Like you can imagine perfectly what's going on here. Right. Yeah. This is this is the kind of stuff I would love as like volume extras, uh, or just like tack, tacked on somewhere, uh, like supplemental kind of stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. At least we still get the volume extras for volume forty-five. Right. <laughs> the last. So uh, it's something to look forward to. <laughs> Give me anything to look forward to. <laughs> hey, but I think both Kimetsu and Neverland are getting extra chapters this week. Yes. Oh, week. yeah, that's right. I hope Haikyuu gets some eventually, too. Yeah. <laughs> that would be so amazing, just to have any... Like, I would take anything. Furudate could just be like, hey... Here's a chapter of Hinata grocery shopping. And I'd be like, yes, I love this. <laughs> like, yeah, this is perfect. Exactly. Or like, hey, here's <laughs> one of Sugishima playing some volleyball in the backyard with like his brother. And I'd be like, Again. awesome. A plus. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't need any more in life. Here's, here's a chapter of Ushijima staring at a wall and be like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's, this is the best ever. <laughs> yeah. Or like doing something really, really dumb with, uh, with Tendo in France. Yes. Oh my Lord. Uh, 
any like honestly just anything <laughs> yeah but i still i still every time i feel sad i just think about that line where tendo and ishijima are like because we're best friends <laughs> and it just like it immediately cheers me oh, up yeah. every time every, yeah <laughs> it's oh, yes. just... tendo the chocolatier Chindo the Chocolatier, oh. my son, he has done so well for himself. I just... <laughs> I'll never just be so over funny. how Tendo always told uh, Ushijima that uh, he wanted him to mention him whenever he had an interview in, his, in, in a program or anything. At, at the end, it was him going as a guest to Tendo's show. That'll forever yes. be the best thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. But anyway, so yeah, yeah, hopefully we'll get an extra chapter. We'll see where the wind takes us. Yeah, I can see. Um, sorry, I can see like Furudate now being invited for interviews. Like uh, when whenever we get like joint interviews, like uh, mm-hmm. I think there was one like Toriyama and uh, Inoue and like stuff like uh, that. So cool. Yeah, I hope there's some of that. Also, I feel like Sensei has been very um, into drawing again because, like, he was so busy, I guess, when when with the serialization that, like, for example, for the first core of the anime, we didn't get any sketch or any art to promote it from Sensei, but now he made one. I feel like he's just enjoying his free time now. And that's so great. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Reminds me that of that, uh, I think it was uh, uh, an author comment from one of the volumes where he says that uh, he's worried that um, he has so many ideas that he wants he wanted to put in the manga, but he was worried that he would bore us because they were all of slice of life things. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, please release them now <laughs> that the series is over, please. <laughs> we would give anything. Yeah. yeah. Please. I would say. love to read an entire chapter about Yachi folding her laundry. Like, just give <laughs> us anything. <laughs> yeah, that's the perfect kind of stuff for spinoffs or whatever. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like... Even even any anything Olympic wise, like uh, imagine all, all twelve of the twelve of them living in the same place <laughs> with all the other athletes, and I don't know, like encountering Oikawa um, while eating or something. Like so much possi- so many possibilities there. Oh <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, my, yeah. Well, any any other uh, thoughts on this interview? Yeah, Sugawara for the MVP. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think we saw the the there there was yeah I think we saw the actual uh, signature right. Yeah, we did. I feel like uh, we saw it. Uh, yeah, thank cut. you, Sensei. <laughs> Well, one parting thought I, is I, I really like how they mention Oikawa, but they don't say their, his name. They just say the Grand King. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, come on, guys. <laughs> they don't know who that is. <laughs> Why are you like this? Uh, so, 
Yeah, I think we're gonna be back in two weeks with two episodes, two new episodes, and uh, well, we can also cover like some of the stuff that came out in the latest like novel because it there unlike previous like novels, this one has like a lot of new info and things about um, the final arc. So I think we can we can talk about that next time. Sounds perfect. And I'm really, really on that note too, guys. Um, if you can, please email in or at Viz asking for official translations of the oh, light yeah. novels. Yeah. Because this is something that I have been wanting for forever. So mm. hopefully, hopefully, hopefully they are able to translate those and that would be really really great and i would yes. buy everything yeah so far we are relying on fan translations and for example uh now uh, my friend leo is translating along parabora the the one who translated this interview um they like novels but the only uh, the only condition they they want for you to access them is that you buy one uh, either the in digital or physical and if you show them that you buy the one they can share the translations with you so that's at least a way to keep um supporting the the material even if you can't read japanese because at least you you still get the the illustrations and mm -hmm. if you ever mm -hmm. learn japanese they are a good way to practice yeah i'm gonna link uh leo's project in, in case anyone else wants to to be included in the group to read the translations, okay. and and also there was a there was a project on Twitter to to get signs from people to send to bees, um, so maybe they consider to translate the the light novels. So they already sent all all of the all of the signs, but I'm sure they they some more wouldn't hurt. So I'm gonna link it to in the in the podcast. All right. Okay, so let's wrap up for today. This was—I <laughs> didn't say the, the the episode number when we started because I was talking in Spanish. Sorry, <laughs> but this was episode episode twenty six of the the view from the top. You can follow us at HiQBot and email us at HiQBot at gmail dot com. And where can we find you, uh, Lisa? You can find me at LiseLiseLiso on Twitter or Lalika on Tumblr. And if I could just do a really quick plug, I am sure. modding like four zines right now. But, <laughs> but one that is um, opening for pre-orders actually tomorrow is the Yamaguchi Tadashi fanzine. And it is at zine underscore Yamaguchi is the Twitter account. So just keep an eye out for that. It's got a lot of amazing art and fic. I wrote a fic for it too. And um, a beautiful cover done by Poppy. And so it's just it's just a really neat zine. And um, we're offering it's for charity. So, nice. so there's that. Show your love, Yamaguchi lovers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There is a lot there out there. So, okay. So, Marion, where can we find you? People can find me on Twitter at microwavy, the E before the V, 
And I co-host a lot of other podcasts. Um, one is the Good Friends Anime Club at Good Friends Cast on Twitter. Uh, the Demon Slayer podcast for the manga episodes at D Slayer Podcast on Twitter. Um, Dorhadoro podcast at Dorhadoro Pod. I started a Shaman King podcast Shaman with my friend. Yes. <laughs> that is at Shaman King Pod on Twitter, I think. Yeah. It's called Overflow. <laughs> and uh, we recorded the first episode. It should be out in like two weeks. Nice. Um, and I also write reviews on my blog. It's heavensdoorknob.wordpress.com. Uh, and I also write for Tsunami Faithful. Uh, I wrote a article yesterday, actually, went up on Noelle from Black Clover. Because uh, I really love Black Clover and the way that it writes women. So you can read that if you want. Nice. And I also write reviews for wsstalkback.blogspot.com where I usually talk about like Shonen Sunday and other stuff uh, that's like in the Shugakuga umbrella. Um, I'm writing a review for Ping Pong Volume 2 right now that should be up soon. Yeah, look forward to that. That's a lot. Wow. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. Every, every time the list gets bigger. No, it's fine. I'm just amazed that you get to do so many things, but it's great. I would and, go crazy in my apartment during COVID <laughs> times if I didn't do something. Oh, of course, yeah. Feel <laughs> you there. So last we have Ash. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at King Coco Butter. Uh, links to my YouTube channel and everything else is there as well. And I promise I'll get back to doing videos uh, really soon. Been on an extended kind of hiatus, but yeah, hopefully this week I'll be back to putting out some more content. Awesome. Nice. And, well, I'm Gabby. Uh, you can find me at Yamineftis. And, well, um, some months ago I was plugging the Onigiri Media Cookbook, that scene that we made with a group of friends. And it was very successful, so now they are opening pre-orders again for a second round. So if you... Um, we've already shown some of the material and it's, it's pretty good. So I, if you didn't get to order it the first time, now you, you can do it. it. They are open through all of October, I think. Nice. Oh, cool. Yeah, the receipts are very nice. So we're very happy whenever someone makes the receipts and posts pictures. So feel free to do that. Get a cookbook just in time for Christmas. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm actually waiting to so things get a bit back to normal here because I can't get a lot of the ingredients yet. <laughs> but uh, I want to try the receipts too. Nice. Yeah. So, um, well, uh, yeah, I already plugged the the mail for the podcast. Um, so I guess we can we must do our typical shout. Let's do it in Spanish. <laughs> okay. How about we say nice spike? Like, buen yeah, remate. Oh, buen re okay, yeah, yeah. Buen remate. Three, two, one. Buen, buen remate. remate. Okay. Mm.